Welcome to your inner radiance, your new go-to for self-love practices, yoga lifestyle inspiration, and Ayurvedic tips to support you to uncover your inner radiance. Hello friends, welcome back to Your Inner Radiance. I'm sorry it's been so long since I've put out an episode. I have been supporting my parents a lot after my dad had a stroke a couple of months ago and just busy with a lot of great events coming up and my Ayurveda master's degree and um, the Ayurveda virtual deep dive. So I am now just getting to finally put out an episode I've been wanting to do for a while, which is how to balance kapha the great energy of structure and lubrication. And now is a really good time to know this information because we are in the thick of kapha season, at least if you're here in the Northern Hemisphere. You are probably now in this uh, transitional season of late winter moving into early spring. And this is considered deep kapha time because kapha is this energy of structure and lubrication and it's made of earth and water so it's these qualities of heavy and dense and damp and sticky and that's what we see this time of year especially as the snow melts and everything turns to mud and there's this heavy feeling after months of you know being indoors a lot maybe eating the you know heavy foods that we tend to eat in the winter And so we're probably all starting to feel a little bit sluggish in our digestion, maybe congested in our heads, heavy after eating all that dense winter food. And we're really ready for spring to come and that warmth to burn away that stagnation and lighten us up. So Ayurveda suggests some really valuable seasonal practices that we can do at this time. And these are also just suggested kind of lifestyle practices for people who have strong kapha body types, strong kapha um, dosha or their prakriti, and people who have a dosha imbalance, a vikriti. So check out these recommendations to burn away the stagnation that's been accumulated all winter, to revitalize mind and body, and to shift into the blossoming, energetic, thriving activity of spring, or just to keep yourself in balance if you have a lot of kapha in your nature or if you're dealing with a kapha imbalance. So first thing, lighten up your diet. So this is the time to go easy on the oils and the ghee, not to avoid them because we know in Ayurveda it's important to oil up, but to just go lighter on those, um, to be really uh, aware and mindful of the kinds of fats and oils you use using high quality oils. My favorite oils, the only ones I keep in my house are coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, and ghee and I plan on talking more about oils in another episode soon. Um, Using the right oils for the right situation. 
Uh, minimizing heavy foods like the red meats and creamy things and cheeses. And perhaps switching from heavy grains like wheat, especially when it's processed into pasta and bread and um, the refined kind of white rice and switching to lighter grains like quinoa and brown rice and wild rice and perhaps considering things like millet and amaranth. And then Second is to consider a spring cleanse or if you're feeling like a, a kapha is imbalanced, it just could be any time of year could be a good time for a cleanse. And an Ayurvedic cleanse is generally like when you start with a few days of eliminating the things like wheat, sugar, meat, dairy, and then you do the three or up to like a week three days to seven days of eating in this cleansing way where we eat the light stews and soups like kitchari and lentils and steamed veggies and lots of veggie broths and digestive teas and taking uh, some kind of cleansing supplement such as trifala and depending on your dosha. And then on the final day, taking ghee or castor oil to totally clean out your digestive tract, that's recommended for people with strong enough constitutions. And then you would follow that up with gradually and gently reintroducing easy to digest foods before resuming your regular diet. And by the way, if you want to be totally supported to do a cleanse, which is really helpful for me, especially Cleansing is hard for me, especially having a little boy and a husband to feed. So I'm super excited because I'm going to be guided in my friend Jackie Just Cleanse, which is happening April 24th to May 3rd. And you can find out more about that at JackieJustYoga.com. She's an incredible teacher. She's a good friend and has uh, been teaching about Ayurveda as well for some years. She's a wonderful cook, so the cleanse includes a lot of support, recipes, cooking classes, check-ins, um, and a lot more. And if you use the code LILY10, L-I-L-Y-10, the number, uh, you'll get 10% off and you can do it with me. And then the third recommendation is to heat yourself up with some movement. So for kaphas or in this kapha season time, it is time to shake off sluggishness, shake off the cold with invigorating movement and heating activities like hot yoga and jogging and dancing and getting outside when it's you know bright and warm for brisk walks. And another thing is breath work. So Kapalabhati breath is a very effective practice for burning away stagnation, for lightening the energy, for lifting the spirit. And it is that um, skull shining breath. Kapalabhati means skull shining. And some people call it breath of fire. And it is that practice of pumping the air out, engaging your abdominals to forcefully exhale and let the inhale come in naturally and do that sort of quickly so it sounds something like this. And you, if this is new for you, you could just try that for like 10 cycles and then do that a few times. And with practice, you can extend the number of breath cycles um, just so you know, that one is not recommended for pregnant women, anybody with high blood pressure or heart disease or anything going on um, with your stomach or intestines, any abdominal pain or discomfort. 
Um, but it is really effective at it boosting the metabolism, boosting your energy, heating up from the inside. Always know you should rest or stop or slow down if you feel any discomfort or cramps or dizziness that can happen. And then the next recommendation I have for you for kaffas and for this kaffa time is to dress in warm, bright colors and stay warm. So colors like yellow and gold and red and orange um, and then also the warm layers. So especially if you are a kapha or it is um, spring, you know, you're coming into spring and you're excited because it seems sunny and warm out, but actually it's still pretty chilly. You want to keep your layers and bring your jacket and your coat, you know, your scarf and your hat because you can still easily get a chill if you go out, you know, thinking that it's springtime weather and it's not yet. And that can bring on all the kapha qualities of coldness and congestion, things like that. Another important practice for kaffas or for this spring season that you can try is dry brushing. That's where you get this soft um, brush that you hold and you brush somewhat vigorously all over your body and it, um, you know, it moves energy. It is um, really invigorating and awakening. It brushes away uh, sloughs away those dead skin cells so it's cleansing and um, is a good practice unless you're very dry or have any skin condition going on like eczema or um, one of those things and then herbs and spices is my final recommendation for the kapha season for kaffas in general the spices most recommended to use in your cooking are cumin ginger turmeric coriander, basil, um, pipoli, pepper, and then herbs that you might want to try taking. Um, you know, first I would do some research, ideally have an Ayurvedic wellness consult, are things like bibitaki, tulsi, and pipoli, um, even dandelion, especially as we come more into spring season and the dandelions start to come up. Um, using the dandelion leaves in your salads or to make pesto or to make juice. This is a very, um, it's a bitter herb and it's full of um, wonderful properties from um, many minerals that deeply nourish us and also naturally uh, tonifying and uh, liver cleansing, which is what we need in this kapha season before we move into allergy season. So once what what is doubly impactful for people who suffer from allergies in the spring is that not only is there more pollen from all of the new you know, plants that are coming up, but also if you haven't cleansed the sluggishness of winter, then your body isn't prepared as well to deal with the new allergens. So a spring cleanse and uh, herbs and spices to really heat up your metabolism, get your agni working well, clear up your liver so that your, your body is ready to use its innate intelligence to deal with the pathogens and the allergens. Then you don't experience those spring allergies as much. Remember, these are all just general suggestions. They may need to be adjusted for you depending on your situation and your dosha, your body-mind type. And remember that I would love to help you. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness coach. I love to help people understand their body-mind type better and address root causes of pain and anxiety and disease with simple 
nutritional recommendations and lifestyle embodiment practices, herbs, and mindset to bring you greater balance and wholeness and radiance. That's the purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of my, you know, my purpose, really, my dharma. Um, so please reach out if you're interested, and you can find out more at lilyrussoyoga.com. And I also want to let you know about some really exciting things coming up on the radar. In June is the Wild Heart Women's Gathering, and it will be the second time that I will be offering this. I've partnered with my wonderful friend Kayla Wexelberg, and we are co-creating this incredible container for transformation. It is a very collaborative experience. There's about 10 other very uh, powerful, dynamic women presenters. The weekend, is it goes from Friday till Monday, and there's workshops and nourishing activities and food all weekend. It's for everyone who identifies as a woman. We'll be learning things such as Tantra and shadow work and Ayurveda, and we'll be doing things like singing and dancing and um, emotional release and yoga and ceremony and herbal medicine. And um, we'll be wonderfully nourished um, with delicious brunches and dinners. And it's really, I just know from last year when this dream came true and we did it the first time, um, it's a, it's Honestly, it's the most powerful event I've ever put on, and I've been putting on pretty powerful events for a long time now. It's what I love to do. Um, so check it out at awakenedheart.org. And one more big event I want to share is the Prana Vinyasa Yoga Teacher Training. It's a 200-hour training that certifies you to teach yoga. It's happening from June to October here in Mancus at Deer Hill Expeditions. And it is also definitely one of the most powerful transformational programs that I have ever been a part of. It's this deep dive into knowing yourself. And that's really what yoga is, is, is knowing yourself, learning yourself, um, diving deeper into the practice of yoga, making it so much more than an exercise, learning all the facets and learning how to become your own greatest teacher. Even if you never teach a class to anyone else, this program is, is totally life-changing because you embark on a path of deeply embodying yourself, knowing how and when to offer yourselves all kinds of practices from the physical movement of yoga to the um, more subtle aspects of the meditations and the mantras and the mudras and the sister science Ayurveda, which of course I teach a lot about. I also have a wonderful team of presenters, guest teachers, and it's at a beautiful location, the same place the Wild Heart Women's Gathering is at Deer Hill Expeditions. Um, just a beautiful place to be anyway. And it takes place one weekend every few weeks. Um, and you can find out more about that at lilyrussoyoga.com slash YTT. As always, reach out to me if you're liking this podcast, if you have any questions, and I would love, if you're loving it, to give me a review because that would be really helpful. And to share this episode or any episode 
that you resonated with. All right, many blessings to you and may you have a wonderful day and feel love for yourself and really give yourself a moment to honor this wonderful unique expression which is you to connect with that inner intelligence that you have been born with as your birthright and to find that sense of inner radiance.